friends. Welcome back to another episode of Your Strongest Self podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Sam Chernock, and today I want to talk about if having too much variety in your workouts is actually holding you back from hitting your goals. But before we dive in today's episode, I have a really exciting announcement to share with you. I'm going to be opening the doors to my Core Strong group program in a few weeks. Core Strong is my signature eight-week virtual group strength training program specifically for women with back pain who want to get stronger without worrying about hurting yourself or flaring up your back pain. This is the second time I'm running this program and I am so excited. Our last round was such a blast. People got awesome results. We connected as a community and I cannot wait to do it again. That's coming up in September. So if you're interested, the interest list, the wait list is open. Doors won't open officially until September 15th, but you, if you have any interest at all, you can get on the wait list and I will send you all the details. You can go to drsamchernock.ck.page forward slash waitlist. And of course, I will drop that in the show notes as well. Okay, so diving in, I want to talk about variety in your workouts, especially in this era of all these fitness apps and YouTube videos. I hear a lot of women tell me that really they get their workouts from either an app, specifically Peloton is the popular choice, or they just go to their favorite YouTube channel and they get a different workout, which I think is awesome. You don't have to think about it. You can just show up, pick a workout and get to it. And there's also a lot of benefit in variety in terms of challenging our muscles and moving our body in different ways. However, if you're finding that you are doing a bunch of different random workouts and you're not seeing the progress that you want to make, meaning you feel like maybe you've plateaued, you can't really seem to ever get past those eight or 10 pounds or using those 15 pound dumbbells, you always choose the same amount of weight, then I want to share with you some ideas of maybe why that variety is holding you back a little bit, especially if you're dealing with pain or injuries. So I want to preface it by saying, if your goal is just moving your body consistently, general health and wellness and fitness, then there's nothing wrong with variety. I say if it's working for you, amazing. But this is for those of you who are doing that and also feeling like you're not where you want to be. Again, especially if you're dealing with pain and injury and just can't seem to break through that plateau. So Whenever I work with my clients, I always ask them what their goal is, and I want them to get really specific because that affects the type of exercises I give them. That affects the programming I give them. For example, if someone comes to me and says, I want to get back to running pain-free, I'm going to give them exercises that are going to specifically target the running muscles, the running 
patterns, the strength and the stability they need for running specifically so that they can do that activity. If someone said, I want to be able to lift my 30-pound child, the exercises I'm going to give them are going to be focused on lifting and carrying exercises. So I just want to point that out. Again, there's nothing wrong with doing a bunch of things, and we're going to get into that a little bit more. But if you do have a specific goal, like being able to do five full push-ups on your toes and not have to be on your knees, then I want you to be thinking you need to be doing exercises that are going to help you get stronger in that push-up position which is doing more (laughs) push-ups, among other things. And so I wanted to give you that really specific example because I want you to be thinking about that as as you're listening to this and thinking about, oh, am I doing too many random things? Oh, maybe that's why I'm not getting to my goals. Specifically with pain and injury, if you're always doing different exercises and you're having pain after your workouts, it's going to be really hard to know if there's a certain exercise or a certain type of exercise that's triggering your pain. And so when we're trying to figure out the source of your pain, my opinion and my approach is that I think it's best to eliminate as many variables as possible so that we really can identify what it is that's causing your pain. Because you might think that it's deadlifts because you have deadlifts in every single workout you do, but that may actually not be the case. Maybe you're doing deadlifts and a bunch of other different things, and so you'll never really know, was it actually the deadlifts or was it something else? And so sticking with the same or similar exercises and diminishing the amount of variety of exercises you're doing can be really helpful in pinpointing whether or not it's the actual exercise that's causing your pain or if it's something else. And another thing I want you to think about when you're dealing with pain and injury While variety of exercise does challenge your body in different way, it doesn't really give our tissue and our nervous system time to adapt. When we do the same exercises over and over again, your nervous system will understand that familiarity. It will begin to feel safe doing those exercises. And that's our number one goal when we're dealing with pain is to make your brain and nervous system feel safe. Because pain is a signal your body is trying to tell you something. It's trying to protect you. That is your brain and your nervous system's job. And so when we are able to introduce exercises that you can do pain-free and do them consistently, your brain and nervous system can be like, oh, okay, this is safe. This is okay. We can do this. We got this. So we take away the pain threat to allow your brain and nervous system to adapt. Then once we establish that safety, we can then add on new and different exercises, more variety, and see how your body responds, and you can continue to build on from there. So for example, 
when I first start working with new clients, I typically have them do the same exercises at least for the first two weeks, but usually for the first month. And it doesn't mean they're doing the same exact reps, the same exact order. We can still switch it up and provide variety with a lot of different things like slowly progressing and challenging the number of repetitions they're doing or increasing the number of sets they're doing. We're slowly adding weight so you're really able to make progress while making your nervous system feel safe and building that strength. And another thing too, when there are pain signals constantly going off, our nervous system can get overloaded because we've talked about this in other episodes, but think about how much work your brain is doing all the time. It's scanning your environment. It's looking for safety. It's using all your senses to protect you. And so then you add on pain signals on top of that. That's a lot of information for your brain to be processing. And so our nervous system can get overloaded. It can get overwhelmed. And so being able to simplify that chaos and simplify how much your brain is having to process at one time, having consistency and doing the same exercises over and over again can actually be really soothing to your nervous system because it gives it one less thing that it has to worry about. So if you're thinking, yeah, but I get so bored doing the same things over and over again. I can completely relate. My ADHD brain likes to do new things. I like novelty. I get bored really easily. So I totally feel you. And here's what I would recommend. Here's what I do personally and also what I recommend for my clients. So a couple ideas. One is you could work out or schedule your workouts in time blocks. And I'm not talking about just on a day-to-day schedule. I'm talking about a little bit bigger picture. So maybe you choose one month or two months or every quarter where you're doing the same or very similar exercises for that entire time block, giving your nervous system and tissue time to adapt and challenging yourself with those movements to really build strength and see your progress. Because if you're doing the same movements or exercises, even over a month, you're going to be able to add more weight than you were if you were just to only do those exercises once a month or twice a month, whenever they show up in your workouts. So really building that consistency is what helps you build that strength because, again, your nervous system will have that familiarity, will have that pattern, be like, oh, yeah, we know how to do this. Last week, we did 25 pounds. This week, we can do 30 pounds because this movement is feeling a lot more comfortable. And so you can find that block, whatever works for you, again, whether it's a month, two months, every quarter, and then transition and do new exercises during that next time block. So you're constantly switching it up, but giving yourself enough time to build strength and see progress. The other idea is working out with the seasons. I This is something that I have personally been exploring over the past couple years, and I'm really, really loving it. For example, 
right now, when I'm recording this podcast, it's mid-August. So we're in the midst of summer, beautiful sunny weather. And it's also the last week of my eight-week Run Strong program. I've been working with an awesome group of women over the past eight weeks, building from basically couch to a 5K program with some strength workouts as well. And it was the perfect time to do it because we didn't want to be inside. You want to be outside, enjoying the sun, being able to get out, go for a run. If you're traveling on vacation, running is the easiest thing to do. You can just go out and get your workout done. And so being outside and running, or if you're a biker or whatever you enjoy doing, maybe that's your hiking season, right? Getting outside and doing the things you want to do. And now, as we're transitioning into the fall, that's why I am launching my Core Strong program in the fall, because I think it's an awesome way to use the fall season to build back up, focusing on strength training, build back our foundation, and really progress and get stronger through the fall. Then maybe in the winter, if if you live somewhere where it's a little bit colder, maybe your winter season is focusing a little more on yoga, Pilates, Maybe you're on your Peloton more, right? Anything else that is maybe a little bit more low-key that honors your hibernation season, if that's something that you tend to lean toward. And then in the spring, maybe that's another time to build your strength back up, prepare for the running summer season again. That's just an example of kind of how I have been cycling my workouts. And I do want to add to my recommendation is to always have a baseline of at least two days a week strength training, at least two days a week. And so for me personally, and what I recommend for my clients, minimum, I'm always doing two days a week of strength training, but then my focus shifts. So again, for example, with this running program, our focus was running. So we were doing three runs a week and then two short strength workouts every week. Now in the fall with Core Strong, we're gonna be doing three strength workouts a week and that's gonna be our focus. And of course you can do additional supplemental if you love yoga or you love Pilates, if you love walking or hiking, please add that in. And then maybe in the winter with my yoga Pilates hibernation example, you're doing two strength workouts a week, but you're doing more of the other things that's your focus for that season. And when I say strength workouts, I'm not talking spending two hours at the gym. For me, 45 minutes is my max. I tend to prefer more closer to 30 minute workouts. So it does not have to be a super time-consuming thing, especially when you're in maybe a quote-unquote off-season and focusing on something else. So just a couple ideas for you to think about how can you maintain that variety, not get bored, but also really take the time to focus in and allow your tissue to finally get stronger and break through those plateaus. So in summary, if you are dealing with pain or an injury, 
or you have a specific goal to work out pain-free and actually build strength, like actually be able to increase the amount of weight you're doing, do more challenging exercises, finally get off your knees for your push-ups, I want you to think about how can you simplify your workouts to make them more focused, specific to your goals, So your tissue and your nervous system can adapt instead of doing random workouts, different exercises, and just not really seeing the progress that you want to see. I hope that is helpful for you. If you want help in doing that, in simplifying your workouts and actually start to make some really specific strength gains without worrying about getting hurt or flaring up your symptoms, I would love to work with you inside my Core Strong program. Be sure to get on the wait list, drsamchernock.ck.page forward slash waitlist. Link is in the show notes. And as always, thank you so much for being here, sharing your time and your energy with me. And I will see you on the next episode. 